Welcome to Ghoul's Night Out with your hostesses, Brandy and Jody. Hello, beautiful ghouls. Welcome. This is Brandy. I'm here with my sister, Jody. Hello. So I have a, uh, it's a joke, I guess. It says, I got carded at a liquor store and my Blockbuster card accidentally fell out and the cashier said, never mind. <laughs> Oh, Blockbuster. Yeah. And we're having those cards and losing the cards and having to get a new one every time. It was so fun going to the video store and picking out a movie. And it then was. you'd get pissed off when the new release didn't have any. If they never had it. Yeah. Or how excited you would get when there was like one left. One left. Yeah. <laughs> like, how did everyone else miss this? <laughs> we were at that antique store today, and um, one of the booths had a bunch of movies. Mm. And Chris is like, these are only, they were DVDs. Yeah. Chris is like, these are only a dollar. I was like, yeah, because no one uses them anymore. Old technology. <laughs> All you have to do is, like, download it, <laughs> and you can watch it anywhere. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yeah, stuff used to be fun like that. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I have some stupid things that people have heard other people say. Okay. Someone said to me, we don't need farmers because we have grocery stores. Oh, no. We live in a rural area. No way. Oh, my God. A friend of mine asked why we didn't see stars when we flew over them. She truly believed that when you were flying on an airplane, you flew over the stars. I was speechless. Oh, my god! <laughs> and we live with these people? Yeah, that's the scariest part. The dumbest thing I heard was that the Golden Gate Bridge connects North America and Europe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, wow. A guy asked me if Hitler was before or after World War II. We are both native Germans. Oh, that's pretty bad. That's pretty bad. A supervisor told me, you can only get sick if you want to be sick. What? <laughs> oh, my God. When people. does anyone want to be Nobody sick? Nobody wants to be. That sucks. Oh, my God. I hate people. Someone once said that they couldn't wait for Halloween to fall on Friday the 13th. <laughs> I just... That would be cool, but never going to happen. Yeah, never. <laughs> because it's on the 31st. <laughs> Maybe Friday the 31st. Sure. I think that happened a couple years ago. It did. I think it did, yeah. And it rained, I'm sure. Oh, here. I'm sure. I think it did. It either rains or it snows. Yeah, or maybe it was 2020. And we were like so excited and nobody did anything because it was 2020. Oh, uh, yeah. I think that was it. Okay, anyway. Last month, a coworker asked if I'll run out of blood eventually because I donate every couple months. He's 34 years old. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, my God. No. You really think that they're going to run out of... What the fuck? Oh, oh, my God. Some guy on a Discord server insisted Pakistan is in Africa. I told him that Pakistan is in Asia, and he called me a racist and had a little rant. What? <laughs> oh, my God. Speaking of stupid, have you seen the TikTok of the girl? The She's a blonde girl. With the bangs? No. Oh. Okay. That was hilarious. <laughs> no, this one just found out she thought that when your hair grew, it grew from the bottom Oh, I Damn. saw that. Oh, my God. And then I saw she that. asked, is there, like, hair that in was the my one, head? That was the one with the bangs. That was the same one. No. Because she was like, do I have hair in my forehead? Yes. Yeah, same one. She's t- I thought, I don't know why I said the bangs. But, yeah, I saw that. Yes. She's so dumb. Oh, my God. <laughs> I was like, and then they do the side-by-side thing. <laughs> yeah. doctors like <laughs> reacting oh my god nobody's that dumb like what the fuck it's like our head is just full of hair and it just grows hers oh, is full of hair <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> obviously she does not have a brain 
Holy <gasps> shit. <laughs> Uh, This man said, isn't it amazing how dogs just come out knowing commands like sit and lay down? He was stone cold serious. Um, Wow. So dumb. That's not how it works. I was talking to the cashier at a 24-hour Tesco at about 1 in the morning. And he said, I don't mind working nights because I'm a necrophile. I said, do you mean nocturnal? I hope you mean nocturnal. <laughs> oh, gosh, that's funny. <laughs> People try to sound so serious when they say the wrong oh, word. Oh, I know. It's like, it happens um, a lot, too. Yeah. When someone says supposedly, and they're having oh. a, a serious conversation with you, and you're like, what? <laughs> okay, I can't take you serious anymore. <laughs> so supposedly. <laughs> like oh that's not a word quit making up shit i know i like once they say that i can't think of anything else whatever they're saying is just gone i don't know okay the dumbest thing i heard was i don't know if an egg is a fruit or vegetable um i'm gonna say neither i feel so smart right now i know My husband's mom is very ignorant and known to say really stupid things. Most recently, we were in Italy, and she asked, why don't they just tear down the Colosseum because it looks so old? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. So, like, what? How is this a grown woman in Italy? She must be really pretty. They would have to tear down the whole place. (laughs) Exactly. Because that's all it is. Tear down all of Rome. That's all it is. It's old. <laughs> it is old. That's and why like, people go to look at it. And like England, so old. Oh my God. <laughs> After I told my college sweet mate that I was taking Spanish courses, she said, I don't mean to stereotype, but you look too white to speak Spanish. Uh, what the fuck? How does... What is wrong with I, people? <laughs> Um, this one's, this one's hilarious. I'm from New Mexico and was once told that my English is excellent. I wonder why. (laughs) That cracks me up. Have you seen, okay, this is another TikTok, sorry. But have you seen the, uh... The, the Asian guy going on a rant? No. Oh, my God. It's so funny. Okay. He's an Asian guy. Someone told him to go back to his own country. Mm, okay. And he was going off. He's like, I'm from California, bitch. That's where I, that's where I was born. If you're going to tell me to go back somewhere, tell me to go to California. And then he started going on about... How he has a job where he gets paid seventy thousand dollars and he's paying for their welfare. Oh and my gosh, he's probably just, not wrong. He's not, but it was hilarious the way to, he did it. I, I need to look that up. It was good. <laughs> okay, I told someone I'm studying physics at uni, and he said, "Oh, cool, like ESP, mind over matter stuff." He seemed disappointed when I said no. <laughs> A friend of mine traveled to the U.S. with her family when she was younger. Upon hearing her family's accent, an American asked, where are you guys from? The answer was Australia, and that person confidently responded with, ah, which state's that? No. Come on, American. Giving us a bad name. I even know that. Like, come on. I heard someone say... I thought windmills cooled down the earth to stop global warming. (laughs) I was told that if I did some breathing exercises for six months and then checked my blood sugar, my type 1 diabetes would disappear. (laughs) Oh my god, blood... Breathing exercises? Wow. If that's all it took, we'd all be like, perfect. Exactly. Oh my gosh. The dumbest thing I heard was that genes go with gender. If the father's if the father has blue eyes, 
and the mother has brown eyes, the kid will have blue eyes if they're male and brown eyes if they're female. I'm just so embarrassed. I am too. Wait for this one. Oh no. Tigers are girl lions. Said by my 40-year-old ex-boyfriend who is a nuclear engineer. What? No. That's what she no said. No way. I don't know. That's what she said. <laughs> this one's great. I'm a skydiver. I once had a woman ask if the plane stops for us to get out. Oh my god. <laughs> Oh my gosh. <laughs> okay. What the hell? <laughs> uh, let's see. Someone said to me, Oh, you're studying computer science? You must be playing a lot of games. Lucky you. <laughs> Next one you can only get AIDS from butt stuff. Oh my god. This was from a guy who thinks pulling out is a good method of contraception and never uses a condom. Ew. Nice. Total idiot. Obviously you should not procreate. No, please don't. I was in year eight of school and a guy in my year asked my sister, who was in year twelve, if she was my twin. <laughs> like oh my Bro, god. I can't have a twin four years older than me. <laughs> <laughs> that poor mother. <laughs> She came out, and then four years later, her sister followed. <laughs> oh my God. I mentioned Martin Luther King to my friend, and she said, is he a boxer? <gasps> what? Oh, my God. You need to pay attention, man. You know, I am not good at history. I know. That's what like I'm that. saying. That's, but that... I, it's fucking common sense. It, like, if you don't know that, there is literally something wrong. Something is wrong. Uh, someone said, you shouldn't drink carbonated water. It's full of carbs. Oh, my God. I'm rarely at a loss for words, but I almost lost brain cells when I heard that. <laughs> so stupid. My mom said that what was causing her computer problems was mercury in retrograde. <laughs> <laughs> that causes a lot of problems. It does, but I don't think in any computers. <laughs> <laughs> when I was doing tech support, a woman asked, how do I type the upside down I? I said, ma'am, that's an exclamation point. <laughs> upside down I? Why would she even oh want that if she didn't want an ex? What? <laughs> what? Why would you want an upside down I? Oh, my God. <laughs> oh. My aunt only got one of her twins tested for COVID because she said they're twins. <laughs> like, she should not have children. Should not have children. Someone asked me, Mike Tyson, isn't he the guy who made the chicken nuggets? Oh my God. <laughs> Someone asked me, are you right-handed or left-handed? I only have one arm. <laughs> no. Oh my god! Oh. Uh, when asked which way was north, I witnessed someone point up at this guy. <laughs> <laughs> when I was in high school, a girl told me that she thought that Mount Rushmore was only in Phineas and Ferb. Uh. Wow. My brother's wife is a pharmacist. A friend introduced him to his fiancée, and upon hearing my brother's wife was a pharmacist, she went with, Oh, cool, I've never known anyone who worked on a farm before. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my God. This one. While out hiking, I passed a group of girls who had stopped, and I overheard one saying to the others, I thought bats weren't real, like witches and goblins, like fake stuff for Halloween. What? How do these people survive? I know. And some of these people are old. How? How? My girlfriend and I went to a gift shop where there were they were giving out free samples of fudge. After eating the samples, I bought a hat. We went through the front door and the security sensors went off as they forgot to take off the security tag on the hat. My girlfriend looks at me and says, oh, thank God, I thought it was the fudge we ate. <laughs> 
my God. <laughs> my mom's birthday is February 17th, and an old family friend asked her, does your birthday ever fall on Valentine's Day? It took us over an hour to explain how that's not possible, and she was still confused by the end of it. What? It's very simple. Very fucking simple. What the fuck? What the fuck? How? What? What do you not understand? I would slap that person. I just can't. I can't argue with stupid. I can't. I wouldn't have waited. I I would have left. I wouldn't have <laughs> sat there and tried to explain to someone that's no. stupid. No. So dumb. A girl in my high school, she was 17 at the time, firmly believed that bunnies laid eggs, citing Easter as her proof. Oh, my God. In school, my lab partner once asked if you got a perm while pregnant, would your baby have naturally oh curly hair? Oh, my What? My ex-husband once asked me very seriously, who wrote the diary of Anne Frank? He didn't understand my reaction when I said it was a real diary. Took like 10 minutes for him to understand. I used to work at Chick-fil-A and someone literally asked me for Arby's sauce. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, this woman said that kidneys were reproductive organs. She was dead serious. Oh. Someone I worked with a couple years ago said she didn't think she could be a vegetarian because she didn't like turkey bacon. <laughs> what? What's that got to do with it? Obviously confused on what a vegetarian is. <laughs> oh I had someone ask me what the number for 911 was. Mm. Someone once asked me if the Morse code tattoo on my left hand was written in Braille. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be fucked up. <laughs> A guy in junior high asked me if girls could remove their breasts to sleep, and he was completely serious. What? What the fuck? You remove your dick, and then you tell me if I can remove my boobs, oh dude. Oh, my God. I once overheard someone ask, is Boston a city or state? This person was a freshman in college. Wow. A friend of mine honestly thought that color was invented and paintings made before, like, 1990 were redone in color. Nuh-uh. What the fuck? My high school psychology teacher insisted a PhD stood for physical degree when I said it it was a doctorate of physiology. No. What the fuck is that word? Philosophy. philosophy. Jeez, I was like looking at that and I could not read that. Philosophy. So yeah, a physiology teacher insisted that, which like that's scary. Yeah, really. A guy insisted that a penis has a bone. A guy who has a penis. <laughs> so where does the bone go when they're not hard? <laughs> Seriously. How does it like retract what the fuck so stupid how would that work like what did they think it, yeah it wouldn't they would have a boner all the time <laughs> all the time he probably took boner like really seriously yeah what it, a obviously would you hear on uh do you watch or listen to is we dumb i haven't listened to it in a while oh this guy <laughs> wrote in about his wife and like she when they first started dating and stuff like in the morning she would roll over and like grab his dick and she would be like is that me is that for me or do you have to pee she literally thought like guys dicks filled up with pee and that's why they were hard in the morning and he had to like explain to her <laughs> that's not what the fuck <laughs> oh my god a grown woman okay my last one this guy in my science class not even health class and in 11th grade Asked if a baby could be conceived while giving head. The teacher had to pull him out to the hallway to explain that's not how it works. <laughs> Do you feel smarter? I feel like a fucking genius right now. <laughs> I know, right? That is beyond, beyond ridiculous. And if and I'm I'm thinking that most of those people were dead serious. Like they just what the fuck? I'm pretty smart. Shit. Hell yeah, we feel good about ourselves tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Until I do something stupid. <laughs> yeah, really? <laughs> All right. 
So I've got two stories left on my 50 scariest stories from Thought Catalog. Okay. Okay. This one's called Cursed. In two cases, my wife and I had dinner at a restaurant that then burned down that same night. One was a pizzeria that was next to a sport hall, indoor tennis courts. We had dinner there, then read the next morning that the whole building was destroyed. A couple of years later, we were on vacation in Namibia. Sounds right. And went with the whole tour group for dinner to Joe's Beer House in Swako Pumund. The next morning, our tour guide told us that the place burned to the ground after we left that night. What does it mean? I don't know. What That's the weird. Fuck? That is so weird. I've never left a place and it burned down after I left. Yeah. What the fuck? I don't know. That's that's creepy. That would give me a complex. Yeah. I'd be like, oh my God, I'm never going to anyone's house. <laughs> well, you wouldn't want to eat at home either. <laughs> oh my God, what would you, you do? Have to sit outside to eat all your meals. Live outside. <laughs> this one's called Willow the Wisp. I once saw a Willow the, Willow the Wisp. It scared me shitless. For those who don't know, it's a light seen at night in desolate areas of the countryside hovering in the distance like a ghostly lantern. It's one of the most widespread legends in the world, having many different versions in a variety of cultures, and it's believed to be a ghost or a demon. Scientifically speaking, the most plausible explanation regards to the decomposition of certain chemicals in a corpse, often cattle, which creates phosphoric acid which can create a light. However, when you're in the middle of nowhere in the dead of night, fight or flight gives very few fucks about science. Holy shit. That's creepy. I must have had three. This one's called Dark Shadows. Okay. When I was about 14... Wait. There's an extra word that doesn't need to be there. Okay. When I was about 14, I started sleeping on the floor in my room. It helped with my back pains. I finished watching a movie on my laptop, and for some reason, I was looking at the light coming from under the gap of my door to my bathroom. Then I saw two shadows pass, like two slow footsteps. There was no one in there. It scared the living shit out of me. I started crying. I got up to check the bathroom, but it was empty, aside from a few beetles that had gotten through the hole in the fly screen. In all honesty, that's probably what it was, just some bugs over a light. Had me sleeping in my sister's bed for a month. <laughs> that would be creepy, though. Especially if you were young like that. Yeah. Well, yeah. It'd be creepy to me right yeah. now. Especially if you were, like, tired and, you know, you just happen to look over there and see shadows. That's creepy. Mm-hmm. Okay. And these are ghost stories. I got these. These are from rd.com. <clears throat> and... Oh, it's Reader's Digest. Oh, They've got good ones on there. Okay. The Architect's Key. There was once a man named Edward who designed and built his own perfect house. He lived in it for many years until he eventually passed away. A new family soon moved in, but whenever they went into the basement where Edward's personal study had been, they would get the feeling that someone was watching them. One day, the father of the new family decided to fix up an old jacket, which every tailor in town told him was beyond repair. So he went down to the old study, laid his jacket on a chair, and then tried to see if there was anything in the old desk that could help him mend it. But the drawers were all locked, and he couldn't find a key anywhere. The next morning, he came back down to find the key on the desk, all of the drawers open, and his jacket completely fixed. (laughs) That's crazy. Yeah. Very helpful. I don't know if these are true or not. (laughs) Okay. A Mother's Love. Some people actively go out looking for ghost encounters, and every once in a while they find one. When Kevin was a teenager, he and his friends had heard about a dangerous turn on the nearby highway that caused many accidents over the years. It was now haunted. The most well-known story was of a mother who took her own life after her son had crashed his car and died there. It was said around town that her ghost remained at the deadly turn to protect people from ending up like her deceased child. Kevin and his friends decided to put the theory to the test. At night, Kevin drove his friends out to the highway. When the group of boys arrived at the turn, they pulled over. 
they brought a bag of flour with them and proceeded to sprinkle the white powder on the road, the grass, and the car. The idea was to get footprints to prove that the ghost was indeed real. The boys hopped back in and began to take the car around the turn. Kevin accelerated faster and faster and thump. The car came to an abrupt halt as if someone had slammed down on it with their two hands. They immediately got out of the car and saw two woman-sized handprints in the white flower on the hood. Creepy. The ghost in the hall. Four young women moved into an old New England apartment together. You know, the type with squeaky floorboards and a long, dark hallway. A month after they moved in, one of the roommates realized that her favorite stuffed teddy bear was missing. The others all said they hadn't touched it or seen it. Weeks went by and she almost forgot about her teddy when something strange happened. She opened the door to one of the closets they hardly ever used and there on the top shelf sat her furry friend. All of her roommates swore they had no idea how it had happened. Now whenever the teddy bear goes missing for a few days, she knows exactly where to find it. A voice in the desert. Two young men in their 20s, Josh and Dan, went on a camping trip together in a desert in New Mexico. They didn't take much with them besides sleeping bags, food, and materials for a fire. After they cooked their dinner, they fell asleep as they gazed up into the starry night sky. The beautiful, or sorry, the beauty and peace of the trip were short-lived, however. In the early dark hours of the morning, Josh was startled awake by what sounded like Dan's voice, but frantic. The voice said, come here, quick, look. Sleepy and confused, Josh got up to see what his friend was talking about. He heard again, come here, quick, look. It sounded unnatural, a perfect repetition. Josh took a few steps forward and then someone grabbed him from behind. He turned around to see Dan with his finger in front of his mouth, warning Josh to keep quiet. They rolled up their sleeping bags and left. They still don't know who or what was trying to lure Josh away into the desert. Oh my God. I got chills on that Yeah, that's fucking creepy. Don't like the mimic. I know, that's so... Creepy. Especially like saying it twice like that, like it's recorded or something. Mm-hmm. Ooh, that is so scary. And there's so many of them. Yeah. Yeah. I don't like it. No. Echoes of the past. A young bachelor at the beginning of his career became very successful very quickly, so he bought himself a house. One morning he awoke to the sound of running water. He rushed to the bathroom and saw that the bathtub faucet was running on full blast. He was perturbed by this as he lived alone. A week later, it happened again, only this time it wasn't just one faucet, it was all the faucets in the house. The young man called a repairman to fix the pipes and the water damage, but as it turned out, the pipes weren't broken. The repairman, a local, seemed visibly shaken. What's wrong? the bachelor asked. The woman who lived here before you, said the repairman. She drowned in the bathtub. Mm. No one steals twice. Why'd you have that look on your face? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Thinking about drowning in the bathtub. Oh. It's horrible. <laughs> Jen went to the same convenience store every day after school for a snack. Over time, she became good friends with the cashier, Lucy. Out of curiosity... <laughs> Out of curiosity, one day Jen asked Lucy how she would stop someone if they tried to steal from the store. Lucy replied, oh no, no one ever steals anything from here twice. The store won't let them. Jen didn't know what that meant, but dropped the subject. When she went back to the store at the start of the next school week, Jen walked in to find Lucy talking to some cops. Apparently, a man stole from the store and drove off, but his brakes mysteriously failed and his car went soaring off a cliff. Oh my God. The cops asked Lucy if she knew what happened. No, she said. I was stalking the back room. I didn't even know he'd come in. No one ever steals twice. Holy shit. I wish all stores did that. Yeah, Prices probably. would be so low. Oh my gosh. Yes, they would. <laughs> when the candle burns. Three little girls were having a sleepover one night when they decided to try to host a seance. One of the girls, Clara, recently lost her grandpa and wanted to see if she could commune with him with his spirit. The three girls gathered some candles and a few items that belonged to the late grandfather, his watch, his cigar case, and a photograph of him. 
The girls held hands and started the seance. Suddenly, the candles began to flicker and the hands on the watch began to spin. Clara was sure it was her grandpa. Elated, she began talking to him and asked him questions, when all of a sudden, one of the candles flew as if by some invisible force and almost hit her head. Grandpa would never do that, she said, shaking. She was right. It wasn't her grandpa, and whoever it was clearly did not like being disturbed. Oh, my. Yeah, you never know what you're going to get yeah, when you do Yeah, that's why like you that. don't do that. Yeah. The Curse of the Eldest Son Anaya's parents came to the United States from Pakistan. Before they were married, Anaya's father was engaged to someone else. It was an arranged marriage, and the prospect made him unhappy, so he broke it off. The woman went off the deep end. There were rumors in town that she had started using black magic. She even ran right up to him in the street one day, screaming that she had put a curse on his eldest son so that he would die before he reached manhood. In fact, Anaya's older brother, the eldest son, died in a car crash on his 18th birthday. Holy shit. See, that kind of thing kind of... It's like you hear these stories, and there's a lot of them. Mm -hmm. But in my mind, if something like that's true, you would think it would happen more often. With the way people are, I, you know? well, I think it, I think it has to do a lot with if you know what you're doing with it, you know, like you would have to study oh, yeah. and get, you know, because people who do that know what they're doing, and obviously, if it works, they know what they're doing. Yeah. So if people aren't willing, or if they don't even know about it, yeah. But yeah, if people knew about it and knew how to do it, it would happen way more often. Oh yeah, definitely. After hours. It was 9 o'clock, time for the store to close. Valerie, Jenny, and Kelly were the only ones working. As they were cleaning up the store, a pile of shirts fell to the floor. None of the girls touched it. It's probably the ghost, Jenny said. Very funny, said Kelly. No, really, Valerie replied. He's a little boy. He likes to play. Kelly still didn't take him, them seriously, though. She thought they were teasing her because she was younger. But when she went into the back room to get her keys to go home, she saw a flash of a young boy in the mirror next to her. When she looked back, her keys had been placed on the floor. Hmm. Creepy. No mirrors. <laughs> I saw lots of mirrors at the antique oh, store. Ooh. I'm like, nope. Holy shit. Not happening. <laughs> The Lonely Ferris Wheel The carnival came to town every summer, and this year was no different. But Charlie had just started working there, so he didn't know what the rest of the workers knew about the Ferris Wheel he was in charge of operating. The first night of the carnival was bustling with people, but as it came time to close, it was practically a ghost town. However, there was one boy who showed up at the last minute. One for the Ferris Wheel, please, the boy said, giving Charlie a ticket. Charlie looked around. Where are your parents? He asked the little boy. The boy just took his seat and didn't answer. Unsure of what to do, he let the boy go on the ride, but when the ride was over, the boy was no longer in his seat. Charlie ran to his boss to tell him the story. The boss casually said, Oh, that's Thomas. He handed Charlie a clipping from an old newspaper. It had the boy's picture and the headline, Boy Falls from Ferris Wheel, Eight Years Old. That's sad. Yeah. The Laundry Thief A woman and her daughter moved into a new house. The mother worked a lot, so it was up to the girl to do household chores, including the laundry. One day, the girl went down to the laundry room and put in a load of clothes. When she came back, the door to the washing machine had already been lifted open. That's weird, she said to herself. I thought I closed it. She shrugged it off, but the next time she did laundry, it happened again. And that's not all. Each time it happened, one piece of her clothing would go missing. One time it was a sock, the next a pair of shorts, and so on. After a few weeks, she went down to the laundry room again to find a complete outfit set out for her with all the clothes that had been missing. What? That's weird. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> the child in room 213. An executive went on a business trip for her company. When she arrived at the hotel, she got the key card for her room, 213, and went straight up. She was exhausted and couldn't wait to sit down, but her key card didn't work. 
She went down to complain to the front desk and promptly got a new card. That one didn't work either. Just as she was storming off to go back to the lobby, the door to her room creaked open. A little boy had opened the door and he was standing in the dark. She went to the front desk again. There's another family in my room, she said to the man. No, that's impossible, he said. No one has checked in but you. That's it. Lots of little boy ghosts. Yeah. The traveling photograph. After Anna's dog, Bo, passed away, she started carrying his photo with her everywhere. She loved Bo more than anything, which is why she was so heartbroken when she lost the picture. Anna lived in a big city and was sure she'd never find it. But when Bo's birthday came around the next year, she found the photograph in the closet next to his old leash. Aww. Good dog, Bo, she whispered. Aww. <laughs> Shattered glass. Sam, Peter, and John met up every day after work for a drink. This time they decided to try some place that they had never been before. They say this place is haunted, Peter told his friends at the bar they'd chosen that night. The other two insisted that was nonsense and they all sat down in a booth. When their drinks arrived, they were about to make their usual toast when both Sam and John's glasses completely shattered. What gives, they yelled. Apologies, said the waiter. That happens sometimes. <laughs> Holy shit. The daughter's scarf. One freezing January night, a man was driving down a deserted road. The snow was picking up and quickly turning into a blizzard. But this man was not the only one on the road. There was another man driving behind him. The other man flickered his car lights to signal him to stop, and both men got out of their cars. The second man stretched out his hand and gave the first man a pink scarf. It was soft and looked just like his daughter's. The man who gave him the scarf had a terrible look in his eyes and a terrible smile to match. Frantic, the father jumped back into his car and sped home, where he found the police already waiting for him. What? That's creepy. That gave me chills. Wedding in the Dark An engaged couple planned to have their wedding reception at their absolute favorite restaurant. But on the day of the wedding, the bride tragically fell down the stairs and died. Now it's said that every night after the restaurant closes, the ghost of the bride walks down the very stairs she fell from and sets up all the tables and chairs for the wedding guests she's never going to see. So sad. I know. Three's a crowd. Two sisters were at home while their parents were out on, at an event one evening. They stayed up late talking and telling stories in the older sister's room. Suddenly, their conversation was interrupted by the sound of loud music. They looked at each other, confused and unsure of where the music could be coming from. The older sister got out of bed and began walking down the hallway. It sounded like the music was coming from their parents' room. She peered into the dark room, saw her father's laptop open, screen on, music blaring, and right then the music stopped. Scared, the girl ran back to her room, where her younger sister was waiting on the bed. Frightened, she shut the bedroom door behind her and got back under the covers, holding her little sister tight. They heard slow, heavy footsteps, one after another, heading toward their end of the hall. When the footsteps stopped, boom, 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 three hard knocks on the bedroom door. No one came in, but they certainly didn't try to leave the room for the rest of the night. Well, that's scary. A Psychic Warning not all spooky stories are scary. Sometimes they're just otherworldly. Frank was at the mall one day by himself when, in the middle of walking from one store to the next, an older woman ran up to him, gasping for breath. I ran all the way from the other end of the mall to find you because I sensed you were here, she said. Frank had no idea who this woman was and was understandably frightened. He tried to push her away. Then she said, I have to tell you, your brother's death was not your fault. Frank was stunned. He had never met her before in his life, but she somehow knew that his brother had died and that he felt guilty. Frank's brother had been a drug addict. He called Frank the day he died, but Frank didn't pick up the phone. Your brother doesn't blame you, she said with compassion. Satisfied that she had fulfilled her duty, she walked away and disappeared back into the crowd of shoppers. Frank broke down in tears. Wow, that's crazy. And this is my last one. When art imitates life a little too closely. There was a house in a small neighborhood in Maryland that went overboard with Halloween decorations every year. 
Whenever the crisp fall air rolled in, the entire town would look forward to the unveiling of the new display. But no one ever really talked to the person who did the actual decorating. He was a loner. People only knew him for his Halloween spirit, and his decorations became grander and more lifelike every year. The newest one was a Vlad the Impaler theme. Hyper-realistic, bloodied mannequins were pierced through with wooden stakes and left to the crows in a gruesome display. It was the ultimate work of horror, so much so that it caused quite the controversy in town. While some loved it, many of the local parents wanted it taken down for their children's sake, so a town official made the trip to the house soon after the unveiling to discuss the matter with the man who lived there. She knocked on the front door. No answer. Knock, knock. Nothing. She rang the doorbell. Nothing still. It was then that the official realized there was a putrid smell in the yard and an unusual amount of bugs buzzing around for this time of year. She wandered over to one of the mannequins to get a closer look at the incredible craftsmanship. The smell got worse. She gagged and had to put her hand over her mouth. Her eyes went wide. The official put her trembling finger up to the doll and felt the soft, smooth, cold touch of human skin. After that, no one was able to locate the man who'd once lived there. Now it is truly a haunted house. Holy shit. That is gross. That was nasty. That's all I got. Oh, okay. I just have some scary experiences people have. Okay. First one, I was camping alone in a small one-person tent, all snug and secure. I went to sleep. I was woken by a clap of thunder at three in the morning to discover both the inner and outer tent doors wide open. That was freaky. That is weird. Yeah. The fuck? I'd be leaving. Yeah. My husband took an overnight job to help us out during COVID. One night, he left home around 8.15 p.m. Our daughter and I decided to make it a movie night. Around 11, I heard keys in the back door and the usual sounds my husband makes when he comes home. I crept out to the kitchen to make sure it was him, and it was. He told me he needed to grab his knee compression sleeve and walk down the hall. He said hi to our daughter as he passed the living room, and he went upstairs. He came back down, gave me a kiss, and left again. We finished our movie and went went to bed. In the morning when he got home, I made a comment about him forgetting his knee sleeve. He genuinely was confused. Our daughter confirmed everything I said, but he was still acting confused. I pulled up our security motion camera on the phone and showed him when he popped in, but there was no footage of him coming home after he'd left. My daughter and I both heard him, both saw him, and I even touched him, but he was never home during that time. Nothing else out of the ordinary happened that night. We seriously have no idea what happened. That's weird. I was living in Boston. I woke up at 3 in the morning because my cat jumped on my bed and curled between my calf. My cat would do this every night since I was 5 years old. That was his spot. The thing is, my cat was living with my parents on the West Coast, so I couldn't understand what the hell I just felt. But I knew it was my cat. I just figured I was dreaming. The following morning, I got a call from my parents letting me know that my cat died around midnight that previous night, which was 3 in the morning my time. I guess my cat was traveling to Boston to come see me one last time. Oh, that's so sad. I know. I was staying with my girlfriend and her mom. My girlfriend's room was built as an extension or add-on to the garage, so we had to walk through the garage to get to her room. One night, I wake up around 1 in the morning, and the room is just glowing red. I look up at the ceiling, and I see a black figure crawling through the ceiling. It moved in such an inhuman way, like it was breaking every one of its bones to move. I start screaming, which wakes up my girlfriend, and she looks up at the ceiling and starts to scream as well. Instinctively, I grab my pillow and whip it at the figure. The next thing I knew, everything went black, and I woke up a few hours later. My girlfriend was fast asleep, so I thought it was just a weird dream. At that point, I had gone to the wash. I had to go to the washroom, so I walked through the garage and tried to quietly open the garage door to get to the main house. Previously, her mom had gotten annoyed with us staying up late and going through the garage door to use the washroom, because each time we would open it, the door would loudly click and wake her up. So I'm standing at the garage door trying to open it as quietly as possible. As I push it open, her mom starts screaming at the top of her lungs. I thought it was rage that I had woken her up, so I immediately closed the door, went back to my girlfriend's room, and told her that her mom was screaming. She got up 
to de-escalate the situation, about 20 minutes later, my girlfriend returned to the room completely silent. She asked me if I saw the room glowing red earlier, as well as the figure in the ceiling, and I say yes. And she goes wide-eyed because she saw it and thought it was just a dream, too. She then says that her mom wasn't screaming at me. Apparently, when I opened the door, it did wake her up, but she saw the black figure standing at the foot of her bed, slowly moving toward her. She then experienced a blackout as well and was woken up by my girlfriend checking in on her. The entire house slept with the lights on for a month after that. I don't know if I could sleep there. I don't know. I mean, if you didn't have a choice... I would I would sleep with the lights on. Absolutely. <laughs> like, for the rest of my life. Yeah. Oh, my God. Next one, I fell asleep on the couch and got up in the middle of the night to go to the bathroom. When I got there, I realized I didn't have to go. I went back downstairs to the couch... When I got there, I saw my body still asleep, curled up on the sofa. I don't remember what happened after, and I know it had to have just been a dream, but it still freaks me out to this day to think about it. It's astral projection. It is. Uh, there was a kid in my class no, who no one else remembers. I distinctly recall playing with this kid in kindergarten, and we were pretty much inseparable. About a month after Christmas break, he disappeared. No one remembered him. Not the teachers or my classmates. No one. I even asked the school counselor if he was okay, and she humored me by going through records to see if he'd transferred. She couldn't find a thing. I think about it at least once a month. That's weird. It is weird. I wonder if it's just some logical... I don't know how it would be a logical explanation, but... Great. That's crazy. Unless it's a dimension thing. Maybe. Like he passed over to a different dimension and then he was like erased from the one that he came from. Oh my god, that's creepy. If that's real, oh my god. I know. Some people think that we change dimensions like all the time and we just don't know it. No. I think we would notice something. But it was like, it could be a very small thing. I mean, who knows? Who knows? Next one, I was about 10, and I saw my grandmother standing at the front door looking outside. She was talking to my dad. I couldn't see my dad's face because he was turned away from her, but he was shirtless. He had a very distinct mole in the middle of his back, so I knew it was him. He was mumbling something I couldn't understand. My grandmother was telling him something along the lines of, If you love them so much, why did you go and do this? My mom wasn't there to see this, but she had left moments before after getting a call letting her know my dad had been driving drunk and hit a mule on the highway. He was in the hospital clinging to life. Yeah. That's creepy. Mm-hmm. Uh, my nana, great-grandma, and mom were very close, but they lived overseas apart from each other my whole life. They talked on the phone every Sunday, but since it was an international call, it was extremely expensive, so they took turns calling every Sunday at 8 a.m. to make uh, the cost equal. However, due to the four-minute difference in the clocks, my Nana always ended up calling at 8.04 a.m. Nana died on a Tuesday. The following week, my mom and I were sitting at the table eating breakfast, and my mom noticed it was 7.50 a.m. Nana would have been calling any minute. She got emotional. I comforted her. Then at 8.04 a.m., the fucking phone rings. Uh, The caller ID reads, unknown caller. We look at each other like, is this some sort of sick joke? She answers, and there's nothing but static on the other end and some garbled voice recording. The only decipherable words in it are, we hope you enjoy your trip to paradise. Click. And the phone hung up. Ew, I got chills. So did I. (laughs) Absolutely no explanation for that one. Still baffles me to to this day. Uh, Next one, I got this voicemail out of the blue, and I still think about it to this day. It was from a number I didn't recognize in Texas. They called twice, early in the morning while I was sleeping, and left this message. The entire thing is unsettling. It's an old woman, and it sounds like a coded message about some type of meeting. The weirdest part is there are two sounds of someone hanging up at the end, so I don't know if someone called me and played a recording It's really bizarre and creeps me out. I've Googled the number various times and have no luck finding any sort of clue about who left the message or why. Hmm. That's strange. Yeah. 
In 2009, my wallet and BlackBerry were stolen at a gas station. I replaced my cards and moved on with my life. In 2014, I got a new, new to me truck. It had been a Comcast truck in the state next, uh, in the next state over. I drove it to my parents' house and my dad and I were combing through it, finding things like spare tire, jack, and stuff. We found my driver's license under the passenger seat. I figured I had forgotten to put it away at the dealership and it fell on the floor, so I opened up my wallet to put it in and I already had my license in my wallet. The license that was under the seat was the one that was stolen in 2009. Wow. In a truck from a different state that hadn't been built at the time of the theft that I happened to purchase five years later. That's so weird. That is so weird. What are the fucking odds of that? Oh my God. I would buy a lottery ticket. (laughs) I had a reoccurring nightmare of a black parasite sucking the life out of me. Sometimes it waited for me to go to sleep in dark corners of the room. It was very stressed during, I was very stressed during that time, and my cats would come sleep in my bed with me. I got an itch on my chest where I dreamt the parasite was sucking the life out of me. Then I got sick and felt a pea-sized lump. I went to the doctor and they ordered a biopsy. As it turned out, I had male breast cancer at the age of 28. After I recovered, the dream never came back, and my cats went back to sleeping in their usual places, not on my bed. The dream was creepy, but it, but what made it for me was my cats protecting me. That's weird. That is weird. It was just a normal Saturday night. I was home alone watching TV with my two dogs when I heard a banging sound coming from the basement. It legit sounded like someone was just banging something on the appliances down there. Now, there's no access to the basement from down there, only through the upstairs rooms that I was in, so I knew nobody could have come in and got past me. With this knowledge, I was not as scared as you might think, more curious as to what the heck the noise was. One of the two dogs is a meathead and wants to fight everybody. He also heard the noise and bolted down to the basement to investigate. I got down there and saw that it was my other dog banging his head into our dryer and chest freezer. My meathead dog just stood there watching, confused. So I approached my other dog and calmed him down. Then we all went back upstairs. This freaked me out and upset me because it was such a strange behavior for my dog. Fast forward 30 minutes or so and the banging starts again. I instinctively look to my dog and he's laying down, but he's also aware of the noise downstairs. We run down into the basement and now it's meathead banging his head in between the appliances. I now calm Meathead down, and we all go back upstairs. It's been three years, so that rules out brain tumors, which is what I read could cause dogs to bang their heads. Nothing creepy has happened since that night. That's so weird. I got chills. That is fucking... I don't know. I would flip out. I would flip the fuck out. Like, the first one, I'd be like, okay, that's fucking weird, but... But then the other dog did it? Oh, my God. No fucking way. No, thank you. I didn't like that story. I didn't either. Okay, moving on. (laughs) I had a short lucid dream, and the scene happened in real life a few days later. I am 200% sure about it because I keep a diary of my dreams, and it matched perfectly. That's creepy. And this is my last one. One day, I got home from work with headphones in my ears on the phone with my mom. I went to the kitchen to grab a snack and saw my roommate and childhood best friend, walk out of her room and go into mine. Our rooms were right across from each other and were very trusting, so we would freely go into each other's rooms to borrow clothes, hairbrushes, perfume, etc. She looked like she had just gotten out of the shower, hair soaking wet, wrapped in a white towel. I distinctly remember her long black hair. I didn't think anything of it, grabbing my snack, hanging up with my mom, and going into my room to watch TV. An hour passed and I went to the kitchen to clean my plate, My roommate was in there making something to eat, and I asked, Hey, what did you grab from my room earlier? She looked at me confused and said, What are you talking about? I explained that I saw her go into my room, but I was on the phone with my mom at the time, so I didn't greet her. She asked me if I was sure I saw her, and I said yes, 100%. She told me to grab my keys and phone and go to her car ASAP because she needed to show me something. I had my phone, grabbed my keys from the kitchen counter along with her purse, and she dragged me out of the front door to her car. Then she told me that she had spent the night at her boyfriend's house 
and had only gotten home five minutes before we'd started talking. She had no idea who I saw. I'll never forget the look on her face when she told me this. Complete fear and panic. She called the cops and they came along with our apartment manager. They checked the place and found no one. Nothing was amiss and they checked every nook and cranny. The manager had maintenance change our locks and gave us new keys. But my friend told me she had been hearing noises from her bathroom for a week, like bottles moving. And when she would go check, she found nothing. I still have no idea who I saw go in and out of our rooms, but it looked exactly like my friend. This was in 2014. I still freak out when I think about it. Ugh. Hate those stories. I know. I got like permanent, permanent chills. Ugh. All right. It's time for the witty wrap-up. I'm proud of my kids, but not ruin my car with honor roll bumper stickers proud. <laughs> That's funny. So I haven't done these before. I don't think so. Okay. My older daughter turned nine today. I'm looking forward to season nine of When Is My Next Birthday? <laughs> Busted my 10-year-old daughter finishing my ice cream and she said, Sorry, I saw it and I missed you because you weren't here, so I had a bite and then I got carried away. <laughs> I think she just began her career in politics. get married and have kids so instead of a romantic valentine's dinner we can all fight about fifth grade math homework and have macaroni and cheese again oh yeah (laughs) stop screaming i screamed in my gentlest parenting screaming voice oh my god that reminds me of that tiktok sorry but like when i saw that because she's like okay kids we have to be respectful of other people. But when you're in the car alone, you're like, who the hell the fuck am I up? <laughs> My four-year-old got into some glitter. He is now fabulous until further notice. <laughs> yeah, because that shit ain't coming up. Uh-uh. <laughs> if you enjoy the mood in your house going from calm to shit show in less than three seconds, I cannot re- recommend parenting enough. <laughs> yep. I'm <laughs> pretty accurate. A big thank you to all the kids who gave my son Valentine's Day candy. I really enjoyed it. <laughs> I tried one of my daughter's fruit snacks and somehow forgot they're just candy. I've been giving my three-year-old candy every day for two years. Now she's totally obsessed and addicted. Do you win again? You win again, America. Fruit snacks are good. They are. It's candy. <laughs> Four-year-old, Daddy, do you have any bat cheese? Me, bat cheese? Four-year-old, yes. Me, bat cheese? Four-year-old, yes, bat cheese. Me, why are you asking for bat cheese? Four-year-old, for my car. Me, (laughs) four-year-old. Me, ah, batteries, you need batteries. Four-year-old, yes, bat cheese. Any bad cheese. That's cute. Teen watching the halftime show. Wow, how old are these people? Me. Just let me have this one thing without ruining it for me. Oh my god, it's so true. Kids suck. Yes, they do. All my friends in Ohio have a six-year-old, and all my friends in L.A. are like, I'm too young to want a boyfriend. (laughs) Just depends on where you are. Yeah. As a pregnant woman in my early 30s, my Ohio friends think, good for her, having a kid in old age. And my Los Angeles friends think, good for her, a teen mom. I jokingly asked my toddler where her off button is, and she's been walking around the house looking for it for the last 15 minutes, and now I'm mad at myself for not having thought of this sooner. Uh, I don't know. I don't get this one. The what's in the box scene from Seven, 
but it's just me about to open my kid's lunch bag after a day of school. <laughs> you don't get that? I haven't seen that movie in years. <laughs> at the end when Brad Pitt's like, what's in the box? What's in the box? And it's like his wife said or something. Oh. And so everyone knows seven. It's like, what's in the box? <laughs> <laughs> That's so true with the kids' lunch. You're like, oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> my youngest boy fell over and cried, and my daughter told him to stop behaving like he's four and a half. They're both five. <laughs> Nobody feels more empowered than a six-year-old with her own roll of tape. Oh my god, that is so true. An ice cream truck that drives around in the winter selling kids' gloves and boots and hats and snow pants and whatever else they lost that day. (laughs) You're lucky if you get to put it on. (laughs) Yeah, really. As a teen, hiding in the shed, secretly drinking. As a dad, hiding in the shed, secretly (laughs) drinking. That's so true. I asked my five-year-old niece if she was behaving, and she told me that she was behaving as good as a banana does. And now I have so many more questions. <laughs> okay, whatever. Kids are weird. <laughs> yes, they are. <laughs> Tried to complain to my mom about the difficulties of raising a stubborn child, and her eyes rolled so far back <laughs> in her head, I don't think they're ever coming back. <laughs> I always think that when when... <laughs> My kids pissed me off. I'm like, okay, did I do this? Because <laughs> yeah. like, if, if I did, I can't get mad. <laughs> and usually I did it. Yes. <laughs> this morning I sat up from a laying down position and my two-year-old yelled, you did it. Oh my God. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> That's hilarious. My daughter can't find her glasses, her shoes, or her backpack, but she can spot a sliver of onion in a bowl of rice from (laughs) 10 feet away. Oh my god, that's so true. (laughs) A good dad earns his stripes early by learning the baby's cues. Like, that cry they make while taking a bottle means they want their mommy. And that cry when they can't sleep means they want their mommy. (laughs) And that cry, you get the point. The day I've longed for since the first day I became a parent is finally here. My daughter is old enough to go get me stuff from the other room. Fuck yeah. That's so fun. <laughs> I would do that to Peyton. And yeah. And be like, why do I always have to get stuff for you? I was like, why do you think I had you? Seriously, how long did I spend getting stuff for you? Yeah. <laughs> you owe me. A lot. A little bit. A lot. <laughs> I always bring up my stretch marks. Yeah. And all the moisture is in And my Joel's brain cells. Skin. Yeah, those are My gone. memory. Gone. Turd. Stolen. <laughs> my oldest child was six months old when the pan- pandemic started. And he's two and a half now, which means he's been effectively quarantined with me his entire sentient life. So it's my fault his go-to expression when he sees something that pleases him is, Ugh, I am, mo- I am loving that. I'm <laughs> stupid. That's sad, though. Yeah. Poor kid. <laughs> there are two types of mom friends, those who text after 8 p.m. and those who text before 8 a.m. <laughs> the greatest phenomenon in parenting is how there are 18 hours between dinner and bedtime. Yeah, how does that happen? I don't know. Lately, my kids have been pretending to be adults when they play, and they say things like, I'm a grown-up, I have a fat belly, and I wear big shoes. I have my pants pulled up real high. I go to the bank, and I have to take medicine, and I can't watch violent videos whenever I want. Definitely in America. Yes. (laughs) Oh, God. That's embarrassing. Yes, it is. Someone on a show we were watching said, what the... And my five-year-old helpfully filled in, fuck. (laughs) That's so nice. Oops. (laughs) No parenting book can prepare you for when your three-year-old literally sticks her finger in her nostril, in your nostril, and says, hey, mom, smell this. (laughs) They do do that shit, too. (laughs) 
<laughs> like, what the fuck? No. <laughs> My four-year-old keeps yelling, oh, middle sticks, and I am never correcting him. That's adorable. <laughs> middle sticks. <laughs> My husband asked if I wanted to do something fun today, so I left him home with the kids. Marriage is easy. <laughs> Thanks, hon. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Yesterday we got a puppy and my kids were so smitten that they've cut their screen time enormously by 5%. <laughs> Score. They're like, oh, he's so cute. Okay, Bye. <laughs> Raise an independent female so she can scream, my body, my choice, when you tell her to wash her hair during bath time. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> that's, a, that's a tough one. Yeah. <laughs> Asked a bunch of rival dads if anyone wanted to go hiking with me tomorrow morning at five. Of course, they all said no. I'm not going hiking either, but they don't have to know that. <laughs> that's brilliant. <laughs> I was cutting up an orange for my four-year-old and eating all the parts he'd refused to eat. He ended up with two slices. <laughs> he was probably perfectly happy. Yeah. You either have a kid who never wants to shower or a kid who takes hour-long showers every day. There is no in-between. Huh, I got one of each. <laughs> <laughs> Me. Take a break from the iPad and do something else. Nine-year-old sings, What else can I do from Encanto? I'm so old. I know, right? My daughter came into my room at midnight to tell me that fake tans make people look carroty. And quite frankly, I understand why that couldn't wait until morning. Okay. If I ever want to hear about all the injustice in the world, I just asked my 12-year-old to clear the table after dinner. Just told my seven-year-old that it's hump day. He said, good, because people are always mad at umpires, so they deserve some love today. <laughs> That's cute. It is. He's like, oh, good. Hump day. <laughs> Me. It's pickup time. Can you organize these toys? Kids. Best we can do is fight each other. <laughs> yep, that's what you get. Whenever looking upon my sleeping kids, I imagine them growing up to make a difference in the world, which is incredible since they use bed rails to stop falling on their faces <laughs> in the middle of the night. And that was all I got. All right. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. Send in your stories. We need them. Goalsnightoutpodcast at gmail.com. You can look us up on Facebook, request to join the group, uh, rate, review, subscribe, wherever you listen. And we will talk to you next week. Later. Bye.